Welcome to another episode of First Three, First Ten. Uh, today I'm going to be talking the first three of Vinland Saga, and I'm going to be talking the first ten of Hardcore Leveling Warrior. So, buckle in. Vinland Saga. I've heard of this book for years. Um, Vinland Saga, the art that I've always seen of it is beautiful. And I always knew that, like, just by looking at it, that it was a Viking uh, story. So, but, all that said, never read the book. Um, never got into it for whatever reason. Just, like, uh, like it was it was way too far ahead and I didn't feel like binging it at the time. Watched the first three episodes of the new uh, Amazon Prime show, Vinland Saga. And I might do that, though. Like, go find the chapters and binge it. The first episode opens up with an action sequence where uh, the the dude's name is Trolls uh, or uh, Thor Thor, Thors, Thors is the guy's name and Thor's is the guy's name and Let's see now. He's a strong ass motherfucker. Uh, he's like he's anime actioning, uh, killing like scores of people in the first five minutes, and then uh, like you, you kind of see him get away from the battlefield. The then you see like he's uh, living on a farm and. Uh, he's got a family now, and then you realize that th- this story is about the son, uh, Thor's Finn, uh, which I don't know if it was like Thor's Jr. in, uh, what's really funny about this show for me is that you have, um, basically, uh, Japanese people, uh, talking like Vikings with like the names and whatnot, uh, and that's kind of hilarious like when uh, you think about it because uh, you you would never know how that was going to sound because it's like there's no there's like no typical there's no Japanese names in this whatsoever like there's no like uh, uh, like EOs or whatever it's like and and these uh, it's like Leif and all that, uh, so, all in all, pretty damn good, so, uh, I'll watch the opening, uh, intro for a show once, I have no problem watching this one, because it's, that's sort of pop metal, like, it's like, uh, it's like, at the same time, uh, the, animation on, on this show is damn good. The, like, shows are getting pretty damn good about, like, uh, using CG, but the backgrounds, I don't, I'm not saying that they're, they're CG backgrounds, but the backgrounds on this show, uh, some of the, like, just the animation on the animals, where, like, the kid is milking a cow and just, like, 
the cow is like uh, like jacked so the the character designs are pretty damn good uh, I could tell just by looking at the show that uh, this was like one of those high budget ones uh, that like people put a lot of effort in um, like this is a, a like I couldn't tell you off the top of my head who animated it, but, uh, like, this reminds me of, like, uh, like, uh, like, really good Madhouse stuff, um, and what's really good about this show, um, is that you could tell that, that the book is written really well, because the characters aren't, uh, like, like, there's a depth, there's, like, a, uh, there's an intrigue to the characters. Um, for example, like Thor's is trying to be a very peaceful person. Uh, you could tell because uh, the way he uh, just like tore through like uh, like an enemy's navy by himself. Uh, when he's like dealing with. Uh, uh, this one character shows up named Halfdan, who's, uh, who's, his weapon is a chain, and he's, a, like, a, someone who believes in slavery, and believes in order, and you only know the guy for, like, maybe five minutes, but you get a real sense of who the guy is, and, and all that stuff, so, the, the son, though, like, it's, it's that typical, like, I want to be in a different place than here. Uh, like I want to, like I want to see the world. I want to be a like a great hero. I want to go to war. And when uh, that opportunity shows up, the the son sneaks aboard the ship uh, that his father leaves on to uh, go with him to war. So. Like, things are... Like, it was bound to happen. Like, I was curious how this uh, was going to go because I never knew the story of Vinland Saga. I knew that it was Vikings, and I knew that it was pretty famous for being uh, great art, great story. Um, a lot of people compare it to Berserk, and I think once you take out all the... Um, Yeah, once you take out all the, uh, okay, so once you take out all, like, the, the monsters of Berserk, uh, you get a very similar action set, so, so, okay, uh, do a little, doing a little mental thinking in my head. Okay, so just doing a little mental uh, processing in my head of uh, U-turn right here. 
Okay, big ass jug handle. Okay, so. What's great about Thorsvin, the sun, uh, is that here's the problem I have with uh, with child characters in anything, like be it a movie or a TV show. It's that I really grow to hate them really quickly. Uh, especially if like they're like child, child. Um, like I, like teenagers. As long as they're not stupid. Uh, as a main character, I'm fine with it. Um, and it's not to say that I instantaneously, it's like, like American, uh, TV, uh, the, like that super saccharine, uh, like fake sweet, uh, kids, uh, I find those characters really annoying a lot with Thorsvin. I don't get that as much. Uh, like he, like he, like he does some annoying things, and he does some things that move the plot along. Because like if he doesn't join a, a, on the aboard on the ship or what have you, uh, you get a real sense that uh, nothing would happen, or things would happen differently. And like the, like I was, like with episode one uh, with the half Dan uh, stuff, I was kind of faked out. So like I was, I. It was enjoyable, so... Anyway, okay, so... The, thi- the the reason why this show is called Vinland is... Uh, Leif Erikson shows up in the first uh, episode. And... I don't know how much of a role he plays in the series. I don't even know, like... Uh, how much the series is going to cover. But, um... The... What was it, um... What he calls Vinland is this land to the west that is open fields, grass, and the way that it, he talks about it and the way his father talks about it is is like a place without war and a place without slavery, which is really interesting like how sly they put it, uh, like things into play in the show because there's a lot of shonen shows that... Uh, their version of uh, world building is an exposition dump and this one this show doesn't really do that that much so it's okay what was I saying alright um Leif Erikson calls uh what, what what is America to us Vinland and What's interesting to me about this show that has me kind of hooked is that whole uh, uh, trope of finding a better place, like a, for a better tomorrow and all that stuff. Because first three episodes, you like one and two, especially, uh, you realize that the Vikings have it hard, uh, and not everyone's a Viking. Um, like so, some real Vikings show up uh, in the middle because. Uh, the, uh, the, the guys that come and get uh, uh, Thors, uh, like, like they show up, they, they have, they're all wearing the same uniform, sign number one. Sign number two, they have fancy stuff because they all have battle axes that have eyes on them. Sign number two. And then um, the, what was it? Uh, 
the, the guys that show up are just big. Everyone is just huge, and they got that will kill you look on their face. So the the, the part so the part that like makes uh, like 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 finding America better, even though. Like, going to America is not a part of the plot yet. However, the thing is called Vinland Saga, so they got to be going sometime. But the the thing that appeals to me, like, as an American is, like, that, like, oh, so this is early immigrant story. Okay, this makes sense because the, the setup of the show is... There's all these countries that exist in modern day. Like, there's England, there's Norway, there's uh, Greenland. Um, and they're dealing with the weather. They're dealing with the fact that it's freaking cold. They don't have, like, uh, the, like, the modern amenities that, like, people of today have. And there's fighting. And if you lose, you could either die or you could be uh, sold as a slave because... Like there, there's a slave trade going on at this time, and like Thor's is like, like, like slavery is wrong, war is wrong. I don't want to kill anybody anymore. I want to live peacefully, and the like his like his son doesn't exactly understand that, and the people around him uh, don't understand it. Like the directing on this show is great because. The moment uh, that they announce that the, that they're being dragged into a war and that they're going to go to battle, um, everyone just rejoices because like they have like that that culture of like war is great, like to to go and die and go to Valhalla, all that stuff. The like hell, the children as a game practice like battle strategy like their games are literal war games like they, they have fake the wooden sword fights like they have like uh the spearmen go in and the it's like pretty damn uh like interesting like world building because like everyone just want, like the world sucks no one wants to grow old and die like uh they want to die free they want to die uh happy and they want like if possible they want to die in battle like as a great warrior so like that mentality is very interesting as a setting so uh, i think the reason why thor is, is interested in vinland is like even though i don't even know if he's going there like just as an idea just like a like a place where like that's better than here so <sighs> Like, will I be watching episode four? Hell yes. Uh, the problem is, I don't watch Amazon Prime en enough. Like, I got, I still got to finish Dororo, even though that Dororo was awesome. Uh, I finished Recreators uh, on the basis that uh, uh, I really love uh, uh, Ray Hiroi's work. Uh, so... Vinland Saga, awesome. Uh, highly recommend it. Peace.
Hardcore Leveling Warrior is an isekai, but it's not really an isekai. Um, let me be clear. Uh, isekai is another world, and in this case, like a lot of isekais, it's a video game world. So, the main plot is the video game stuff. The point, though, like, the real world is, like, is being played out on the stage of a video game. So, it is an isekai, but it's not, like, so isekai. It's not, like, stranded or reincarnated or, or whatever. It's like, no. The main character is... Uh, somebody in and he's an arrogant uh, jackass but he's enjoying himself uh, in a video game that uh, people like uh, go to sleep and then uh, or they go into like a like a sleep state and they go in and play the video game that way so like they're plugging themselves into this world and The main hero, Hardcore Leveling Warrior. That is his name. Like that is an actual. That is his actual name, Hardcore Leveling Warrior. He is the guy that uh, has nothing better to do. So he, uh, he literally has nothing else to do because uh, you find that out later. Uh, has nothing else to do. So he just plays the game and he plays it hard and he plays it to win uh, because. The way the game works is that if you play the game well enough, you get paid. Um, because there's, like, actual, like, corporations involved in the game. Uh, and it's a Korean manhwa. Okay, that guy's an idiot. So... Korean manhwa, so it's a scrolling uh, um, webtoon. The action is good. I love these things because, like, uh, the continuous action, like, really uh, works well uh, uh, when you're uh, scrolling on a computer or, like, a tablet. Or, hell, even a smartphone. So, the... The main character is Hardcore Leveling Warrior, and he is the only player, he's the number one player in the world. He's got his stats maxed out. Um, he has the best gear, he has the best everything. Uh, so one day, everyone tries to kill him. Everyone. Like, he gets lured into this, uh, like, uh, battle, and he comes out on top. Except, someone in a disguise stabs him with a piece of equipment that destroys all of his stats, just kills him, reduces all of his stats to nothing. Because I guess this is the type of game where if you die, you lose your stats, you lose your equipment. And you have to start all over again. It's not as simple as uh, just like uh, logging in as uh, like a save state. But the person that stabbed him was buggy because he's never seen the um, type of equipment before. He's never seen that. Whatever. 
So, Hardcore Leveling Warrior was a dick for a long-ass time, and because he was a dick for a long-ass time, and everyone hated him, uh, he, he, when he gets uh, reduced to, uh, to all of his sets, uh, stats are reset, he... Like he's the, the he, he's the punching bag of everyone for for a long time until this like little goth boy uh, dark I believe is his name shows up and uh, says I will pay you to train me on how to play the game so hardcore leveling warrior uh, takes the money now hardcore leveling warrior didn't buy his way, he worked his way. So he knows all the tricks on, on, on getting better. And like, like one of the things that he does is he has this um, uh, emphasis on luck. Like he's a very lucky player at that. So what he does is he um, he has this knife where every hundredth stroke is a critical hit, like a nine 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 damage uh, attack. So before every battle, he would swing the blade ninety nine times, so that the hundredth time, instant kill weapon. So him and the boy run into uh, problems, and hardcore leveling war actually has a fan in the form of this hot chick uh, uh, player. Hot chick player has like typical bikini armor, um, swordsmanship, all that stuff. Uh, the, the way that uh, she's presented as this like sort of ditzy, sort of klutzy, uh, uh, but super strong. She is clearly the strongest member of the party because Hardcore Leveling Warrior has the ability, uh, or, or the, the capability of being strong, but he's very weak. While she uh, has the ability, uh, is very strong, so she's the muscle of the group. Meanwhile, the kid has magic ability in the game. And he's the boss. So, uh, so like, the group dynamics is that uh, is like uh, like you have the super nice girl and like the two guys that are forced to work together but kind of uh, bust each other balls all the time. Um, first ten uh, uh, episodes, you really get a sense of like what the world is. Um, and it's very video gamey. Um, you don't get. Uh, I read ahead. And the plot uh, gets really intriguing because there's basically two plots overarching. Um, you have the kid who hires uh, Hardcore Leveling Warrior. He's like uh, like the black sheep member of the uh, corporation, family member of the like his his brothers is like one of the best players in the game. Who's like the the president in the company. Um, his family doesn't want him playing the game because it's a power structure deal. Like if you rank high in the game, you rank high in the company. So in order to take uh, the company over, um, in light of his elders uh, coming after him, 
uh, because of uh, uh, family dynamics, the uh, like the intrigue on that level is interesting. Then you get into hardcore leveling warrior. His story is he's trying to figure out who it was, what it was that uh, stabbed him and uh, reset all of his stats because the the game storylines it's hinted at uh, correlate with the um, uh, the the com- the company that created the games uh, like dynamics so I don't know how it works because like there's gods in this game and then there's monster generators uh, which you would think the, the the monsters are sort of AI ish because uh, they some of them are their own characters. Uh, like, you don't get a sense that they're scripted events. Uh, with the gods, uh, like, the developers say, don't get involved with the gods, which, why? Like, how does that work? So, why do I read this? Um, I'm a sucker for, uh, arrogant, uh, bastards, uh, that are super capable of handling their own. Um, so hardcore leveling warrior, his personality, uh, it's like, I'm going to outwork you. I am going to, uh, work smarter than you. Like you're going to beat, try and beat me with your best stats or whatever. I'm going to, uh, find your biggest weakness. I'm going to game you and I'm going to win because of that. So that's why I appreciate, uh, hardcore leveling warrior the fact that the kid also has like a legitimately interesting storyline is is cool the comic relief of the strong girl uh in armor uh like uh, being the uh, strongest member of the party who is a genuinely nice person that is awesome uh because like technically there's so many times like you'll be reading something and it's like Oh, we just really want to see the main character succeed or whatever. It's like, no, she's a player. She's getting better. She's owning her skills. Uh, so, like, shout out to Dan Machi and uh, Goblin Slayer on that front. But, uh, all in all, really damn good. So, 